Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where an entitled mother abandons her child. So my stepmom is British, Welsh to be exact. For those who don't know, Wales is the little hump west of England north of Cornwall. It's a beautiful place known for sheep, alcohol, and mistakes involving sheep and alcohol. My stepmom is ethnically Welsh, but raised in England. Despite this, my nane and Tade, Welsh for grandma and grandpa, insisted on her and her brother learning Welsh to preserve their heritage. The Welsh are a proud people, and so they wanted to ensure their children were as immersed as they could be. So she grew up bilingual, went to university, got a job working for a certain tech giant, and moved to the U.S. to help train their staff. A few years later, she met my dad and joined the family. At the time, I was still getting over my mom, so her presence was less than welcome. Despite this, my stepmom never pushed me or tried to buy her way in. She gave me the room I needed to grieve and, when I was ready, showered me with enough affection to make up for the lost time. She has my eternal love and respect for it and has become my second mother. Now, we live in a large town in the Midwest. Being west of the seaboard and east of the Mississippi, so while most people are open to outsiders, there's the usual few who just want to ruin everything. Around Christmas time, I was visiting home from college with my girlfriend, Charlie, enjoying some quality girls time with my stepmom. We were in the mall searching for some place that sold plastic modeling glue for my dad. He's really into Warhammer. During this, my stepmom is on the phone with her brother, who still lives in the UK, catching up and sharing some laughs. They were speaking Welsh to each other, which happened to offend a woman who has since earned the title of Karen. We were standing in front of the mall map, trying to find the hobby store when I heard a loud scoff from behind us. I turned to see a woman dressed in a rather nice-looking business suit corralling her kids away like they just encountered a streaker. Now, I was ready to let it go, but Charlie can get very defensive of people she likes, so she ended up calling her out. Something offends you, ma'am? She seemed to ponder her next move before responding with that oh-so-stupid phrase. You're in America. When you're here, you speak English, not Muslim. My kids don't need to hear that. Now, I've met some pretty stupid people in my life, even dated one. But never ever have I heard of someone confusing Welsh for Arabic, which is what I assume she meant. They're two very different languages from two very different cultures. The only similarities between them is how little I understand them. However, for someone to be so offended by someone speaking another language, they probably also didn't immerse themselves too much in other cultures. To her, the world probably began in New York and ended in Los Angeles. It was at this point that my stepmom hung up. Now, I know that Americans get a bad rap and all, she said in an obvious British accent, but it doesn't help when you actively conform to the stereotype. Oh my god, Karen said with righteous indignation. Your accent is awful. Where did you even learn to speak English? My stepmom held the most deadpan expression she could. England? I swear I could smell the smoke coming from the flaming mess inside Karen's skull. She looked at Charlie and I, a pair of shockingly Caucasian college brats, and then my stepmom, our even paler chaperone, took a moment to process what she was doing and then walked away, dragging a group of embarrassed-looking tweens with her. I have to give her credit. At least she knew when to quit. My stepmom chuckled, muttered an offensive-sounding Welsh phrase, and then helped us scan the map for the hobby shop. The rest of the day went well, and we had a funny story to tell my dad when we got back. To all my bigots out there who got offended when someone speaks another language, get over yourselves. The world doesn't revolve around you. To all my bilingual friends out there who speak their native tongues, 
good for you. It's important to keep your culture alive. And to Karen. Next time you try to accost someone for speaking something other than English, at least get the right continent. Going back to when OP said, it's a beautiful place known for sheep, alcohol, and mistakes involving sheep and alcohol. The user Pinnock1 said down in the comments, They say the Welsh invented the condom using sheep guts. The English improved upon the idea by taking them out of the sheep. Our next Reddit post is from a long string of random characters. A bit of background, this happened a little while ago, around June or July of 2019. Due to the Rona, I've had lots of time for nostalgia. My mother's side of the family is large, close, dramatic, and oftentimes unpleasant. There are maybe five people I unequivocally like, excepting my immediate family and my cousins. Meaning, I don't like my uncles, grandfather, and one aunt. We all get on well enough, but my cousin Rebecca and I have been very close our whole lives. She's a few months older than me, so she was 19 when this happened. I was 18. It's also important to note that she's a woman and I'm a dude. During the summer and winter breaks, our family will congregate around our grandparents' house, sometimes for weeks at a time. People leave their kids, come and go, we all live less than an hour away. My mom, brother, stepfather, and I used to live there. It had been a long day and we were deciding where to sleep. My brothers and Rebecca's siblings, plus our cousins from our other aunt and uncle, were talking about sleeping outside. Rebecca and I, deciding we would like to sleep in real beds, went inside and cleaned my younger brother's old bedroom, which has two twin beds on opposite sides of the room. We watched the entirety of Chicago with our grandma, told her what room we would be in, and went to bed, with Rebecca in the bed closer to the door. We showed each other some sucky memes, talked about boys, and then we turned the lamps out. I laid in bed watching the bats outside while Rebecca stared at her phone. About 15 minutes later, the door opened up. It was one of our other cousins, Zoe, and our oldest aunt, Karen. They saw Rebecca there, and Zoe asked Rebecca if she could share the room with her. Rebecca said, I mean, no? My aunt said, Why can't she? Because OP is in the other bed? Then my aunt flipped on the light like people weren't trying to sleep, flung the door open, and glared at me. My cousin Zoe said, Oh, that's kinda inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Rebecca and I shared a look. She's one of the four people in the family who knows I'm gay. Zoe and Karen are unaware. I said, this isn't Alabama, auntie. We're just sleeping in the same room. Yeah, but it could get the other cousin's ideas. What? Look, mister, either go sleep outside or sleep downstairs. I don't care what you two say or think. Mixed gender sleeping at your age is inappropriate. Well, our age is adult, auntie, and it isn't your house, and it doesn't really matter what you think because I'm not getting out of this bed. You're welcome to try and move me. Stop being a disrespectful punk and move, OP. End of discussion. You're right, it is. I'm not moving unless grandma says so, and since she knows I'm sleeping here, I bet she won't. Leave me alone. Seriously, auntie, this is ridiculous. Young lady, I suggest you quiet down too before you have to move too. Come on, OP, don't be a jerk, just move rooms. Our other cousin is down in the basement. This is the dumbest stuff I've ever had to put up with. Shut up and leave me alone. Then my aunt started chewing me out hardcore, and we wound up having a nice 3am shouting match over whether or not I could sleep in a bed I was already in. We're both theater people, and I'm a little deaf, so in the midst of it, we woke up Grandma, Karen's mom, and the other aunt, Rebecca's mom, who came to check it out. My grandma said, What's all the yelling? 
Mr. Entitled here won't leave the bedroom and let my daughter sleep there. It's so wildly inappropriate. Rebecca? OP? Y'all aren't gonna passionately hug or anything. Absolutely not. Never. Good enough for me. Grandma walked away and went to bed while Karen jabbered on about setting an example. Then Rebecca's mom grabbed her by the shoulder. Karen, I love you, but if you wake up the whole house at three in the effing morning over kids sharing a room again, there'll be issues. Don't swear in front of my daughter. Can I please go to bed somewhere? The other couch in the living room is pretty comfy. I'll grab you a blanket. Absolutely not. Well, if you try and make the boy move again, you're going to piss everyone off, including Ma. So maybe just stop being a bitch and let people sleep. I, fine, when he apologizes for being rude to me. Not gonna happen, lady. Then I got up, ran over, closed and locked the door, while Karen yelled at me from the other side to open the hell up. I'm surprised he didn't punch you in the face. I woulda. So, yeah, weird 2am post about my aunt. Have fun. Does this Karen think that everyone under the age of 25 is just in a constant state of MUST RESIST INCEST? Our next Reddit post is from SP Murphy. This story isn't mine, but a close friend's. Her parents are divorced and her father got full custody. Only issue is, he's an unbelievable butthole. He basically forced her out once she turned 18 to living with her mother. However, she's employed by her father at his pizza shop because he made them work for him. With the quarantining, he had to fire his own daughter since they couldn't afford to keep her on. I should also mention that the only way he afforded to open the pizza shop was using the mother's child support money. Now most of the kids are 18 and he's getting significantly less of it. My friend filed for unemployment since she was fired and her father is now taking her to court over it saying that part of that money should be his. She hasn't even lived with her father since at least August. Can you imagine? Our next Reddit post is from Kat Vrixis. This happened to me today, and I'm still scratching my head for the logic. I'm a 34-year-old Dutch guy without a driver's license. It sucks, but Dutch public transport kinda rocks, so for almost two years now, I've been using it to get to my job. And in those two years, I've never really had a bad experience that doesn't involve a late bus in rain. Until today, that is. Because of the pandemic, bus schedules have been adjusted to once or twice per hour. It's far from ideal, but I understand why. Kids aren't going to school, so the bus company would lose money letting empty buses drive. But when it came to the schedule, I drew the short straw. Because if I want to go by bus from home to my work, I would be traveling 90 minutes instead of 40. And I would arrive at work 30 minutes earlier than normal. To me, this is not an option, so I decided to cycle to work halfway. That way, I cut 30 minutes out of the trip and I get to work at my normal time. The one problem today is that I'm an asthmatic and it was quite windy out this morning. So I get to the bus station this morning already struggling for breath. I quickly lock my bike and walk towards the terminal, focusing on my breathing. Five minutes later, the bus arrives. I greet the driver and sit down. A minute later, our Karen of the story enters the bus. She takes a seat on the row next to mine and a few minutes later the bus driver starts the bus and off we go. I still feel like I'm struggling for breath and while coughing I quickly get my inhaler and chamber out, assemble it and start using it as I struggle to breathe. It instantly works and I feel precious oxygen enter my lungs. This piques Karen's attention. What are you doing? She asks. 
taking my medication. I have asthma and with this weather it was quite a struggle getting here, I replied. Does it help with breathing? She asks and I nod my head. Well? Yes, she extended the E. I have kids at home and with corona I don't want them to suffocate if they get it. So give me that inhaler. You can get a new one. And she holds out her hand. Oh boy. Not gonna happen, lady. I said in my most dry and mocking tone. I need these meds, and they don't help for corona. I don't care. Give it here. She says as she thrusts out her hand again. My kids need it more. I again tell her no and put my medication in my backpack and try to put on my headset. This is where Karen goes full entitled parent and grabs my backpack and starts going through it. Luckily, the hero bus driver was paying attention and we all lurch forward as he hits the brakes. He stops the bus, stands up, and in his best drill instructor voice says, Lady, give that man his backpack back now. There was absolutely no doubt of the authority in his voice and the lady turns tomato red as she hands back the backpack. I thought that was it. Oh boy, I was wrong. I'm not going to type this in caps, but our hero yelled every word. Why on earth would you think that someone's asthma medication would help against corona? Besides, you saw the man use it? What if he has the virus but didn't get sick? Also, he used it. You're gross, lady. Get off the bus now. The lady looks like a deer in headlights but doesn't move. Get off now, the hero yells again. Finally, the lady got up and got off the bus. I thanked our hero bus driver as he sits back down and we get on our way again. As the bus drives off, I saw the lady on her phone. No assault, police, or destruction of property, so it could have been much worse. Still, I wish I could tell this to the Karen. Too bad we weren't out of the city yet, you disgusting jerk. Excuse me, sir, since we're in the middle of a global pandemic, could you please give me that thing that has your spit all over it so I can give it to my children? Thanks. Our next Reddit post is from Spiky Steve. So this obviously happened before quarantine, but I didn't have Reddit at the time and it's still by far the most mortifying experience I've ever had. So I, a 15-year-old girl, struggle with this disorder called trichotillomania. It's basically where you use hair pulling as a coping mechanism when things get stressful in life. At the time this happened, I was almost completely bald because of it. I had patches of wiry regrowing hair and some completely bald patches. It was not a pretty sight and I wore a beanie 24-7 to cover it up. Luckily, I had really supportive, understanding friends who did so much to cheer me up on a daily basis. So my friend, G, invited me around her house for dinner one night. I'd known her family since primary school, so I was aware of her mom's strict dinner table policies. They were pretty acceptable. No coats, hats, elbows on the table, etc. But I figured my friend had explained my situation to her and she would understand. This was definitely not the case. She was visibly uncomfortable with me wearing the beanie as we sat down to eat. OP, would you mind taking off your hat at the dinner table? I became immediately uncomfortable, considering how to explain the situation in front of my friend's younger brother. My friend said, Mom, it's okay, just leave it. Don't talk back to me like that. This is my dinner table and I don't allow outdoor clothes during meal times. I said, Entitled mother, I'm really sorry, but I'd prefer to keep it on for personal reasons. The entitled mother stands up from the table. This is ridiculous, just take off the hat. When I didn't budge, she grabbed the top of my beanie and started to pull it off. 
My hands darted to my head trying to resist. She went to make a comment about me being childish, but promptly shut up as soon as she revealed my battered, patchy, and bald head. Her mouth kind of hung open for a second or two as the rest of the table stayed silent. My friend, bless her, was furious with her entitled mother, yanked my precious beanie from her hands, and quickly rushed me away from the table. Edit, just in case anyone was interested, nothing much happened after this incident. My friend was really apologetic for her mom, and I was honestly too shocked and embarrassed to know what to say. She discreetly let me out of the house because I wasn't comfortable in that environment anymore. Later on, I know my mom had a discussion with her. I don't want to get into a whole other story with this, but the entitled mother started to exercise her gossipy care and nature around the other parents. In the end, she did give me an apology. It was awkward, but I accepted it. God, that's classic entitled parent logic. It's so rude to sit at a table with a hat on. Yeah, lady, but it's not rude to stand up and rip a hat off of a guest in your house. I think what the entitled mother did was way worse than wearing a hat to the dinner table. That was r slash entitled parents, and if you like this video, then let me know by hitting the like button because it really helps my channel grow.